Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of When Women Speak with Shirley Kay. I am your host, Shirley King. You know what I'm about to say because we only have these type of guests. We got, we have another fire guest on this podcast episode. We have Anetta Doolittle. Listen, guess what? She is a transition strategist for women. I don't know about you, but in the middle of transition, even if I have found my voice, somehow it gets lost in the transition. And Anetta is an expert with this. She is a military wife. She is a mother of multiples with twin daughters. She also is a podiatrist. She's a coach and she's that transition strategist. So she is a expert at transition and I'm ready for this conversation. Welcome to the show, Anetta. Thank you for having me, Miss Shirley. Thank you so much. It is my pleasure. All the work you're doing. Um, when we first met in I3, and I love listening to your episodes on when women speak. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. I thank you so much for saying that. I love hearing that. Um, because this is definitely a gift to the audience, my world, and whoever is listening to this show. So you heard another say that we met in I3, uh, which is a mastermind. So before we start, I'm going to say this. When it comes to finding your voice, get in a room with people who've already found their voice, yeah. who are also looking for their voice. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you're going to find it right there right. in that room. <laughs> so, Anetta, what does it mean for you when you hear the statement, find her voice? Uh, Miss Shirley, find her mm. voice. That means a lot for me because, again, as you've introduced me as a transition advisor and being a, a wife of a military officer, being a mom of multiples, and then being an entrepreneur, like so many transitions. And as you stated earlier, you can lose your voice in all of that. So for me, finding her voice is just like a voice is sound. But I want that sound to have distinction. And so I'll tell you something funny about me. Um, I, there are four girls and two boys in my family. But one of my sisters, she will call me in the morning time. And my voice is really deep and raspy in the morning time. And she says, you are the terminator. But really what I hear is there is distinction in your voice. And so as I've grown through life and through different transitions, mm. what I want that distinction of my voice to be while I was finding it, because now I found it. It I mm. wanted it to be intertwined with love, with honesty, with truth, with intentionality and authenticity. So it's just finding her voice for me is what makes your voice distinctive from any other voice. What's that terminator sound, that raspiness? And so that's what it is for me. What's that Terminator sound? Yes, because girl, depending on what time of day it is, you're going to get deep and raspy. But, you know, <laughs> afternoon, it gets a little bit softer, but it never stops being laced with love and honesty and truth. So, yeah. Listen, to get to the point where your voice is laced, you see she said laced with love, honesty, truth, intentionality, and authenticity. Yeah. When women speak audience, that's work. That's work. <laughs> you don't get there by just saying this. My voice is laced with love, honesty, yeah. truth, intentionality, and authenticity. That is work. You've had to do some hard work yeah. with your heart mm-hmm. in order yeah. to get there. Yes. Would yes. you say that? 
And yes, then, I totally agree, Miss Shirley. Totally agree. It's hard work and you have to do the heart work. And really, God is the person for me that does the heart work. And I just make myself available to whatever he is showing me that needs to be done with my heart. Because we, we're not we're not perfect. And as we have spoken about or earlier about the transitions, those transitions, sometimes when they come, you're not ready for those things. Like, as you said earlier, I'm a mom and I started out being a mom of multiples, you know, so. Sometimes your heart cannot be in the right place because they came when you weren't ready. So mm. yeah, it, it, it does take hard work and heart work. So I totally agree. What you said just now that was really key, Anetta, is that you ain't always ready for these transitions. No, ma'am. <laughs> Even after you've done some work, you ain't always ready, no, which is why the work is always work. It always has to be done. Mm -hmm. The work never stops to mm -hmm. have your voice laced with the love, healing, intentionality and authenticity. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you, Annetta. You ain't always ready for that transition. Mm. No, ma'am. And I couldn't even sit here and pretend to be, you know, when you say the word expert, I'm just an expert in knowing that I have to make the transitions and mm. certain things required to make those transitions in a healthy way. So it's like, you you know, I don't want to sit here and, you know, progress the strong woman mantra or permutality. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I really want you to know that I am saying exactly what you're saying. I'm in total agreement with this woman of power right here when she says you, you're not always ready and you have to just keep doing the work. So I, I am definitely in, in agreement with that. Ooh, thank you, Annetta. Ooh, yes. what y'all know? Fire, like you already know. If you don't have your journals out and your pens out, go ahead and get them out. It's a podcast. Stop, go get your stuff, and come back <laughs> so you can take notes. Mm -hmm. Annetta, you know, for us to for us to get to that, for our voice to be laced with that and find our voice. We had to have known that we needed to find our voice. Mm -hmm. So can you share with our audience um, if you've ever had a voiceless experience and can you share one or more of those experiences? Yes. The one that sticks out the most, Miss Shirley, is really when I let me just give context first. Let me just give mm -hmm. context. First. Mm -hmm. so Absolutely. I am a daughter. I have six other or it's six of us. And I say this all the time. And I have a twin sister. And I came from, I was raised in a small town. And I think, Miss Shirley, the population was about 4,000. We had one elementary and one high school, no middle what? school. So from seven through 12, we were all together. So for me, I had all these plans of mm. in that small town in Arkansas and, you know, graduating from college and moving to Miami to go to podiatry school. So, you know, I'm just a person with all these plans and want to check all of these boxes. But when something unexpected happened, which was I was I found out I was having twins um, my last year of school, of podiatry school. So I walked across that stage belly full and it transitioned me immediately into mm. not just motherhood with one child, but motherhood with two children mm. and a military wife. And so when I say it was a voiceless experience, I don't think at that time I had the words to say, like, man, I just feel like 
I had everything planned out. I feel like I, it was voiceless because it was a divine voiceless. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. Remember when Zachariah and his wife Elizabeth had prayed and prayed and prayed for mm -hmm. a child. And then Zachariah was losing faith and was like, what? The angel came to him. Gabriel said, you and your wife are going to have a child, Zachariah. Mm -hmm. Like, what? How, how do I know that that's going to happen? So it showed you that he had already been losing faith. And so I, that's one of my taglines is strengthening your faith walk. And so at that time, I think it was a divine grace and mercy to have voicelessness that I couldn't express how I felt because God didn't want me to say that I was disappointed because he had blessed me inside of my womb with two, not one, but two, even though I couldn't see that as a blessing at the moment. He didn't want me to speak anything out of my mouth that would further decrease the faith because I'm like, I just came from this small town. I overcame all of these obstacles and you see what I look like I'm doing it. And so he, it was a divine orchestrated voiceless experience because, and I'll even say this, even when it came down to, so I was so quiet, you know, about it, Miss Shirley, like going through my last year, I graduated, but like I said, I didn't get to go straight into my career. Like I had planned on. Mm -hmm. And come down and comes down to naming the girls. Mm -hmm. and my husband gave them their first name because I kept even up until the day I was like, I, I still didn't have the name. He named them. He gave them. Their wow. name. He gave them their first name. And I was able to say, I want to give them their middle name. And one is Grace and one is Faith. So oh. gave the first names, I gave the middle names. And that's, again, like that was my experience. And again, I say it was divinely orchestrated because I'll tell you another thing too, Miss Shirley, when you think yes. about um, Rachel, when Rachel uh -huh. was ready to have her last child, she was in so much pain and turmoil when she had the child, she called him Benoni, which yes. means son of my pain. Yes. Your child walking around with a name like that because of the temporary experience of the transition right now. Ooh. Challenge of that. And so when my husband stepped in and gave the first names and then finally God released my tongue and said, now give them their name. Like, you know, most women, they're ready to be pregnant. So they got the name already. It's just mm -hmm. like when you're ready to get married. You got the venue, the dress. I did not, Miss Shirley. I didn't have the name until the day I pushed them out. And it was actually maybe two days later. It was like, you got to give us something to put on the birth certificate. <laughs> and he released my tongue. And I said, it's Amaya Grace and Anaya Faith. So that was it. So that was a divine voiceless experience for me. And I thank God for it looking back. Anetta, that was such a heartfelt. That was such a mouthful. You know, I never, a divine voiceless mm -hmm. experience yeah mm. because it was it's better to be quiet thank you <laughs> than to place something on something that's really a, a beautiful gift mm -hmm. is a blessing even when we're in the middle of transition that we want to talk about it as though it's something negative mm -hmm. but it takes us through something to get to something yes ma'am so a voiceless experience and i've never heard it described that way that is five guess did you hear that <laughs> a voiceless experience can actually be a blessing mm -hmm. because you're not in the right state of mind or state of heart. Yes. To really communicate to that thing yes. that you see as a, a, a stop in the road, a pause, a, challenge. a whole, yeah, a whole <laughs> challenge. I don't know how I'm going to get over it, etc. It stops you from agreeing that is something 
bad, that is something that's going to deter you. It stops you from making that agreement. Mm. Mm. That's powerful, Miss Shirley. I didn't even get that until you just said that. And oh, the power of agreement, right? Yes. We want to be in agreement with the Alpha and the Omega. He gave the plans. You yes. know, it's like, man, I don't want to be out of alignment with him. And I don't want to speak a curse over them. Yes. You know? That's good. The power of agreement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good. That was good, Annetta. And so I pause in the middle of the conversation and I always like to pose this question as we talk about um, women in their voices on the When Women Speak with Shirley K. Annetta, why should the voices of women and their values even matter? Uh, Miss Shirley, now I'm so passionate about that one. Seriously, Miss Shirley, it's because we bring humanity into every room, every space that we occupy. And when we don't share our story, we don't bring the humanity into it. And I'm sure, Miss Shirley, you may have experienced in a work environment where you had other women that, you know, maybe some one of the women had to go on maternity leave or had to take their child to the doctor. And mm-hmm. then you got another one in the same proximity saying, well, I got a wife. I got a, I mean, I got a husband. I got kids, you know, can't, you know, I, I'm doing it. Why she get the, and you like, Let's bring humanity to the situation because until we do that, you're going to have a lot of male obstetricians saying maternity leave should be two weeks still because mm-hmm. they've never experienced what you experience when you have a baby, when you carry a baby. So we bring humanity to every room that we occupy. And so that's what I want to do. I don't ever want to minimize your experience as a woman. So my mm. really what gives the next woman humanity about the different transitions that I've experienced and that I was able to overcome. Because, again, even you, you're giving me the humanity to share on your show. Right. Mm. To add value to other women. So I think it starts just like with what you're doing. You're allowing this platform to be a space where we can give voices, yes. give humanity to other yes. women. Mm hmm. We bring humanity in every room and in every space. And when we lose that, we're actually devaluing ourselves and the sister next to us. Like, let's not lose it. Y'all hear that? When we even speak, audience, <laughs> when we do that, we devalue ourselves and the women. Yeah. Because I don't want to walk in a room, Miss Shirley, and say, well, Miss Shirley can do that. She older. Miss Shirley can do that because she she don't have younger kids. Ms. No, Miss Shirley has overcome and I need to respect what she's overcome and then share with you what I am actually experiencing and see how you can offer to me, you know, something that would help me in this situation. And so, yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's a lot with that. <laughs> And we can go on and on with that because as Annetta um, was talking, what I, how y'all know, I can, I, I, I can, I can talk about our guests a lot because we have some fire guests. What I heard was, you know, that's really true fulfillment. She can see um, the greatness and she can see what she can get from me or anyone else, mm-hmm. but she also knows her value enough to be able to share what she needs to share as well out of her value. Just because I'm in a different generation doesn't mean I know everything. Just because she's in a different generation doesn't doesn't mean she know nothing. Right, exactly, right, right. You captured that well, yes. Humanity, the human side. And the human side of all of us is the flawed side. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. when we, when people say bring humanity um, in the space, in the room, they're just saying, hey, just bring the human side. Mm-hmm. We're flawed. And there are some things we just difficult things we have to do. And we have talked about this one difficult thing on this show, um, on this episode, that is bearing children. That's mm-hmm. a difficult thing. It really is. It really is. And so we talked about, you know, um, finding our voice and having a voice of experience. So um, one of my favorite questions and OK, yeah, all of the questions are my favorite questions. Women must be audience. You already know that. Uh, but one of the favorite ones is um, can you share an experience where you were leading with your voice, Annetta? You told us a wonderful story about when you were voiceless. We mm-hmm. want to hear now an experience of you leading with your voice. Uh, my blog. Uh, writing on my blog. That is really me leading with my voice. And what makes that so authentic for me, Miss Shirley, is because Mm -hmm. I do value relationship with Christ and a daily Mm. relationship. And I'm in constant communication with him, not just in my prayer room. It's like all throughout the day. And so when I write a blog post, um, it is really me leading with my voice. Mm. And I I share with my audience through the lens of me understanding that I have an everlasting father. And what that means to me is the confidence that I get from him, the Mm -hmm. self-esteem that I get from him and the courage that he gives me each day. It will Mm -hmm. never stop. It doesn't stop when I turn 18 or it didn't stop when I turned 18. It didn't stop when I turned 21. It didn't even stop when I got married. So Mm. that reminding me of who I am. And even when I mess up, Miss Shirley, because you mentioned being flawed, like I can come to him and ask him for forgiveness. And he continuously extends that grace to me. And so that is where I lead with my voice when I'm writing. Because again, it gets no better than someone giving you their experiences through the lens of the everlasting father, right? The flawless one. Like we're flawed, like you said, but when I give it to you through how he gives me love, it's like, come on, everybody, don't you want some of this? And I'm saying, it's free. If you don't already have it, it's free. So yeah, that's how I lead with my voice. And if you remember, first of all, we're going to get the opportunity for Annetta to, as you know, later on, tell us how to reach her. But if you go on her website, if you hear how melancholy and soothing Annetta voices, voice is, you can read it through her words as well. So that's her gift. So her gift of leading with her voice is writing. And when we talk about leading with our voices, what I don't want some of you that's listening to think that I have to create a podcast. Mm -hmm. I have to speak in front of an audience. I have to join a committee, Mm -hmm. all of those things. It, if, if, if your gift is writing, it will come through naturally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. And you will hear it naturally. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I got a, a question a couple of episodes ago about someone that, you know, I don't particularly like, you know, when we talk about voice, you know, verbally, I don't, I don't like to share a lot. I know I can, and I know I have what it takes to share, but I don't like sharing a lot. So it reminded me of me talking, I said to the individual, begin writing. Mm-hmm. And when you begin to read your own words, you won't have any choice but to to want other people to hear it because it's going to be good news that you're going to want right. to share. Amen. That's so true. That's so true, Miss Shirley. It's so true. 
And you don't have, and I always say as my mission is for women and wives and mothers to get the most out of every moment of their lives without compromising your values, your vision and your voice. And you want to be authentic and intentional because those type of women, they move differently. And so for me, I don't talk a lot, but I do talk through my writing. So not that this interview is uncomfortable for me, but as you ask me, where do I feel like I lead most in this season? It was writing. It really is. So just stay authentic and intentional. And that's what I try to do. Absolutely. Mm, this is some good stuff, some good stuff. And I love that we we, we, we always hear something new on every episode, but mm -hmm. for us to specifically talk about writing as a way to lead with your voice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this next statement, yeah, I'm going to say it, audience, is one of my favorite questions as well. <laughs> The statement, leaving with your voice, it conveys so much to so many different people, so many type of meanings, Anetta. But what does the phrase leaving with your voice convey for you? Oh, going back to being an expert and making transitions. So you enter into something, but you also have to exit. So what I hear when you say that, I go back to the distinction of the sound of my voice. Mm. And I want something to be better than it was than when I entered. And so my voice is, even though it may not be a sound that I can make or I want to make, I mm -hmm. want to leave gracefully and I want to leave graciously. And so those are the only th two things that I would say as far as leaving my voice, because, again, I leave many places. I leave many relationships because we we're a military family. And so when I leave one church or when I leave one um, place of employment, when I leave a relationship, I want to leave graciously and with grace. Mm -hmm. I do. The reason why this is pro so profound, I hope you caught it, is because a part of another's entire life based on what a husband does is that the one thing that's guaranteed is that they're going to leave. We're going to leave. <laughs> that's we the one leave. thing that's guaranteed. <laughs> so she has to actually know how she's going to leave when she shows up. Mm -hmm. I do. So for her, it has to be intentional, but that can be intentional for every one of us, although we don't have a lifestyle where we're going to always leave going from place to place, that can be intentional mm -hmm. for each of us. You said, I've heard gracefully, but I haven't heard, heard graciously. Yeah, you said graciously. I, yeah, because Miss Shirley, sometimes just, you know, again, being human, sometimes you leave places that really did, you were ready to go. Like sometimes you leave relationships where you were ready to go. It was time to go. Yeah. It's like deuces, but I still <laughs> don't want to act like deuces. I really want to be gracious in doing it. Like, thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. And I think that is some part of humanity that we need to share. Even when we say relationships are for a season, a reason and whatever. And women have to learn how to really do that well, I think. Mm -hmm, so even if mm -hmm. I'm not friends with you or friends with the person that you're friends with because something happened between us, I want to be gracious in my exit to knowing that, in knowing that this is just not the relationship for me, but mm -hmm. I want to leave it graciously. And so I think that that's important because as you said, Miss Shirley, I do, that is a part of my life. I know that I am going to have to leave. And I just say, Anetta, let's leave it better than you came when you got here or better than it was when you showed up. 
gracious and graciously and leaving it better, better than it was before you showed up is also a part of really true life fulfillment as well. Mm -hmm. um, because we're meant to remain full and not to live in a half full state or a three fourth quarter full state. We yeah. are meant to live totally on full. But how we do that is how we give and receive. Mm. If you're not giving and receive, then you won't be able to leave graciously, no. graciously, because you're either only just getting and receiving mm -hmm. and taking, or you're only just getting, um, 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 giving. And when you leave, you're ready to go and you're tattered and you, yeah. you are broken up and tear mm -hmm. up because you refuse to receive as you were given. Right. It's so true. And again, that it points to like when I say you want to make sure you provide balance for people when they are making those transitions. Cause as you said, that's not a balance when one person is doing all the giving or one person is doing all the receiving. We got to establish some balance here or some reciprocity to create something that will work for both of us. And when mm -hmm. that's not working, you still will have to leave. <laughs> you still have to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you might as well leave graciously and gracefully. Right, right. <laughs> That's so true. Annetta, I absolutely enjoyed this episode with you. It has been amazing. I mean, your way of um, establishing how we find our voice, lead and lead with our voice in the middle of transition. And I absolutely love your story when I, when you talked about when you were voiceless, like I've never heard that before. And I'm going to make sure I transfer my notes over to my personal journey. Cause this is something I need to keep with me. You hear me when women speak with Shirley K. Some of this stuff just needs to be kept in your personal journey. Mm -hmm. Annetta, can you tell us to give us any last words of advice that you'd like to share with us? I would. Um, first, again, Miss Shirley, thank you so much. Um, thank you for giving me a voice on your platform. I respect you and I respect your platform. Thank you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are doing an amazing job. Um, what I would like to share with my audience or with your audience is just that transitions are frightening, transitions are scary, but we don't have to do them in a way that causes us to feel like we are failures. Mm -hmm. We can do them with tools and be equipped with tools and a mindset and mentors that help strengthen our faith in those times of transitions. And remember, transitions are temporary. They don't last forever. And we don't wanna make those permanent decisions in temporary moments. So if you need a transition advisor or expert in your life, I am one that is free. First of all, we have a free space that we meet every Thursday. Um, it's called Wives Council. And that's just a play on words for Wise Council. So as you know, my website is called Faith Defeat and my source of wisdom is God. So in Wives Council, we just join together with the wisdom of God to continue doing marriage. And marriage, as everybody knows, has some of those seasons that's maybe like fall, maybe like winter, <laughs> not always like summer and spring. <laughs> so we come together, as Miss Shirley said, in agreement that we're going to walk through this together and with more grace and power. So, um, and also if, you know, you need an expert or an advisor to walk along with you and just share, that would be what I would encourage. That's what helped me really most is that I had mentors that were helping me with my mindset. I had coaches, I had women from afar, like Miss Shirley, mm -hmm. that I just 
up to and say, man, if that woman is still doing it, if she can do it, I can too. So I would just say surround yourself with people that are doing something that looks like, man, how are they doing it? I want to do it. They're doing it with such joy, such grace, um, you know, create the mindset. And that mindset for me comes from Christ. And then also just your circle, the circle of friends that you're surrounding yourself with. Make sure that they are there actually helping build you up rather than break you down. So that's the mm. advice I would share with your audience, Miss Shirley. And I heard you, what I heard you say is it's not it's not a don't do. It's not a should you should not do and that you don't advise them to do. But you cannot do transition alone. You mm -hmm. have to do transition with people you talked about advisors you talked about mentors you talked about your circle you yeah. cannot do transition alone if you're going to do it whereas you come out whole yes 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 you can't do it alone don't even try because <laughs> even as i shared my i needed my husband to name the give the first names i couldn't even do that <laughs> you're right you did share that you're right you couldn't even do that <laughs> <laughs> this has been another fire episode of when women speak with shirley k when women speak with shirley k is sponsored by life on power in the brand what if she knew she was powerful produced and managed by cleveland davis of build your vision podcast anetta how do we reach you how do they contact you okay um i'm on uh, my website is faith the number two feet.com just www.faith2feet.com and then my uh that's my website and then my uh instagram is dr dr anetta doolittle and then i have a youtube channel called faith to feet tv and so that's the ways that you can reach me <laughs> and get some of this fire transition goodness. Anetta, thank you for joining us on another episode. And When Women Speak with Shirley K, this has been another episode of When Women Speak. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank Bye -bye. you. Thank you for listening to the When Women Speak podcast on the Live Podcast Network.